0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Yesterday, the family of Ashley Murphy got some kind of closure with the conviction of Josef Pushka. But there are families out there who fear that their daughters, too, have been murdered. But no resolution has ever been found for them.
1: These women were here, now they're gone. The question is where are they? There must be some clue as to how and why these young women disappeared. Someone who's a serial killer, they live among us. Do you think it would be a good place to bear a If uh, our bodies here, both dogs will find them.
0: Within the space of a few years in the 1990s, six young women went missing in Ireland, never to be seen again. In the same vast area known to some as Ireland's Vanishing Triangle, Annie McCarrick, Jojo Dullard, Fiona Pender, Kira Breen, Fiona Sinnott and Deirdre Jacob all disappeared without a trace. 30 years on from the first case, a new two-part crime series looks into the investigations prompted by the tragic disappearances of these women and the ongoing search for answers. It's airing this Sunday. It's called Six Silent Killings, Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. And it's joining me now to talk about all of this is Stephen Breen, Crime Editor with the Irish Sun. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now even though it has the Netflix uh, treatment with uh, all the you know dramatic music and so on I've watched mm. the two parts and it is very sensitively done.
1: It is it's very gripping and I think if you see in terms of the interviews that have taken place with the the victims families uh, in the um the shows, it shows that they are giving them a certain space and certain respect to articulate uh, their love for their their loved ones, especially Annie McCarrick's mother there as well. You know that the the program makers travelled to America uh, to interview uh, the McCarrick family, also Annie McCarrick's best friend too as well. Now there are other families who didn't take part in it, but you know Sky were you know insistent that before the program came out that those families were informed. Um, I'm on part two. Of of the programming before going on as well, I spoke to Deidre Jacobs' family and outlined to her, you know, what I would be talking about. So there is a degree of sensitivity there. Yeah. You know, their families are still grieving and campaigning, so it is important to keep them informed of, of what's yeah. contained within the program. Yeah,
0: I, I may have said Netflix, it got the Netflix treatment, but it definitely was a Sky uh, pr- production. Um, going back in time, and there are many people listening now who will remember the disappearance of Annie McCarrick, that was in 1993 in March. Uh, mm-hmm. Jojo Dollard then was in 1995 in November. Fiona Pender it was in 1996 in August. Kira Breen in Dundalk in February of 1997. Fiona Sinnott in Wexford, Uh, this happened in February of 1998, and then Deirdre Jacob uh, on the 28th of August, or July it was, in 1998, from Newbridge. And it is an extraordinary chronicle, and, and you're wondering, six young women vanish without a trace, and you have to ask yourself, could there be a single perpetrator?
1: Well, when Sky were looking at this, and and over the years, you know, obviously Sky have also interviewed, you know, former detectives and, you know, Superintendent Martin Walker, who was leading the investigation into Deirdre Jacob. You know, there is a, a perception there that in three of those cases, you know, those uh, women like Deirdre Jacob, JoJo Dollard, and Annie McCarrick were perhaps um, taken by someone who uh, was a stranger to them, someone they didn't know very well. But when you look at Kira Breen, if you want a pen or if you want to send it, there is a suggestion there throughout the course of the guard investigations that they were perhaps murdered by people that they knew. So there are three different uh, cases there um, in each of those investigations. But I think it's important that the program also shows that the the guard investigations are ongoing. You know, these women aren't being forgotten about. And and there is a hope, especially from the families, Mm -hmm. that one day they can find their loved ones and, and also get
0: justice. Uh, The the investigation, obviously because there is no resolution, it it has to be somewhat speculative in how all of this uh, happened. But one of the things that he said is that uh, the the escalation to an abduction and murder is something that might have had a a precedent. And it goes back in time to not 1993, where uh, we know that Annie McCarrick disappeared in March of that month, but there was a previous body found in the Wicklow Mountains in mm-hmm. 1988.
1: Yes, uh, and that was Antoinette Smith. And I've interviewed Antoinette Smith's daughter, Rachel, uh, her husband uh, as well, over the years. And they are so delighted that they were able to uh, recover um, their mother's body That uh, um, Antoinette Smith's kids were very young at the time and she disappeared and then when she was murdered and her body found but again in this occasion they don't have any justice so because no one's ever been held accountable but they have offered support to the other families as well because the, the remains of the other young women haven't been found uh, but it does show that this goes back to the, the 1988 when in relation to Antoinette Smith and there was similar modus operandi in terms of the way that Antoinette Smith uh, was abducted And the way she was found and and similar to the case in which Larry Murphy was convicted of um, a rape and the attempted murder of a businesswoman in Carlo in in 2000. And again, similar sort of scenarios where the woman was abducted, brought to a remote area and a bag placed over her head. And luckily that lady escaped. Now, this was an
0: extraordinary element to the story. Um, this woman was surely going to meet her death. Um, she had been raped um, multiple times by Larry Murphy, uh, um plastic bag placed over her head. But poachers, and this is in a, a completely isolated part of the Wicklow Mountains, uh, uh, poachers come along, uh, or hunters, call them what you will, and they came upon this scene and Larry Murphy fled Mm-hmm. But the young woman's body fell out of the boot of the car. And by an extraordinary coincidence, they actually recognised who the man was.
1: That's correct. I mean, that woman, w- without question, is very lucky to be alive. She ha- had already been put through a very traumatic ordeal. She had been raped by Larry Murphy. He-, he brought her to a location where it was very isolated. Now, he was a hunter himself, so he would have known the area very well in Carlo. Um, she was raped. Her shoes were taken off her to prevent her running away. And it only for the grace of God that those two men came across uh, Larry Murphy uh, uh, in this incident. And they did recognise him, that he was able to be caught. But again, the nature of Murphy's attack on, on this case bore resemblance to you know, some of the other uh, cases as well. So that's why he emerged as a suspect, especially in Deidre Jacob 2. And as we know, a file was sent to the director of public prosecutions on that occasion, but no charges were brought against him.
0: Uh, A lot of uh, the the, the work that is featured in the the Sky documentaries, uh, the two-parter, is the work of Geraldine Nyland. Um, And Geraldine, I I knew years ago, she was married and uh, widowed fairly young. Uh, She was married to Chris Roach, who was uh, big in the music business PR, knew him well. But Geraldine has been uh, dogged in uh, the quest for justice for what she calls her women.
1: Well I'd heard of Geraldine before and I I know, knew about her work especially in the, the highlighting the, the cases of these various missing women but I met her for the first time the other night at the screening and she truly is a, a remarkable uh, woman she has shown so much courage you know so much passion And again you know despite the passage of time she is determined to keep highlighting this issue you know she knows the families very well and she is determined that these families can get some type of closure and by doing that you know she's a real focal point of the Sky uh, program. You know, she speaks so well about the, the families and she she knows the cases inside out. So she really is a very strong woman who deserves great credit for keeping the memory of these women alive.
0: Now, one of those who was abducted from literally outside her own gate was Deirdre Jacob, and uh, she would be the, the last person that is thought uh, to be abducted in, in this sequence. Uh, and uh, that was in 1998, uh, the 28th of July, 1998. And it is known that Larry Murphy was actually working in the Newbridge area on that date.
1: Yeah, well, Larry Murphy knew the area very well and he'd been working there for some time in different uh, building projects. Um, on the day that Deirdre disappeared, there is a, a man who is seen in the post office nine minutes before Deidre arrives at the post office and this individual, uh, as part of the Garda investigation, uh, investigation, the Garda believed, had a very strong uh, similar looks to Larry Murphy and as part of their investigation they asked friends of Larry Murphy, relatives and associates if the man in the footage was Larry Murphy. Some of those said it was him, some said it it wasn't. Uh, Some were saying it was 75% certain it was him. They had the same characteristics, the same move but unfortunately, it just wasn't enough to get over the line. And that formed, you know, part of the guard investigation into Larry Murphy as a person of interest and a suspect in Deidre Jacobs' case.
0: Now, the, the question of uh, the cases being reopened, I mean, disappeared people can remain disappeared. And uh, the, the police forces around the world take no interest because people do go missing. They choose to go missing. They never return. Some return after years. But these cases have been turned into murder investigations.
1: Yeah, they have. And again, when the guards you know, often re-examine you know, a lot of these cases, you have the serious crime review team, you know, and Deidre Jacob looking at the case again, casting fresh eyes over the original investigation. And, you know, one uh, train of thought is that the guards look at is that there are, there is no proof of life since the, these young women go missing. There's no case of their passports being used, a bank account being used, or any other sighting. So that's why when they don't establish a proof of life, the cases are often upgraded to murder investigations, even though they, they don't have a body. So, you investigations do continue, but it's all about receiving information and intelligence in the hope that if they do find a body, that can then progress the investigation.
0: Well, the programmes will be available on Sky on uh, Sunday, and um, as I say, they are... Absolutely fascinating, gripping watching. And Stephen Breen, crime editor of the Irish Sun, uh, thank you very much for joining us to preview those two programs. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.